Harden Not Your Hearts, A Lenten Journey in Holy Frustration. April 3rd, the fifth Sunday of Lent, by Chrisanne Viancourt Murphy. When I first met Syl and Vicki Schieber, they shared the story of their daughter Shannon's murder nearly 25 years ago in her grad school apartment in Philadelphia. Shannon and I would be the same age today had her life not been cut short by this terrible crime. In fact, just this month, the amount of time since Shannon's death surpassed the time she was alive. The Shebers have been sharing their story for decades now. For them, honoring Shannon has always been tied to seeking an end to the death penalty. They opposed it for their daughter's killer, they advocated for its abolition in their home state of Maryland and have continued to do so in states beyond. The Shebers have a remarkable faith, one born of unimaginable suffering and testing. And when asked where they find strength to oppose the death penalty, they point to today's gospel in John's story, often called the passage of the woman caught in adultery. The Shebers told me, quote, on the death penalty, Christ's teaching is clear. If we lived in Jesus' time, we'd know this is the scene of an execution about to take place. Yet Jesus does not question the charges or evidence or even the guilt of the woman. Instead, Jesus stood up to confront the execution and said, let you without sin throw the first stone. End quote. In reading this story in John, I've always recognized that Jesus' response to the woman was radical for his time. But the enormity of this teaching inflamed my heart when hearing it retold by my friends who have lost so much. There are many ways the Shebers might have responded to the devastating murder of their child. Yet in opposing the death penalty for her killer, they chose to respond in a restorative way. Much like Jesus' approach in this story, they also took courageous steps in the spirit of reconciliation to ensure that their pain would not result in more suffering. Instead of vengeance, they chose the more life-giving path. In this gospel story, Jesus did something unexpected and surprising. He found a way to bring forth life to not inflict more death. I am grateful for this reading today and the blessing of contemporary disciples like the Shebers who have chosen not to harden their hearts in order, in order to continue modeling Jesus' reconciling way. For reflection, in this Lenten journey, where do you find in your life scenes of death that await a creative, life-giving response. How have you suffered or been tested in your faith? And where are you called to be a reconciler, whether in your family, church, or community?